This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Tech Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Hello and welcome to the Super Sports Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur. Craven Week is done and dusted here in George, with Western Province taking the win over the Blue Bulls in the main match on Saturday. But Tim and I went behind the scenes with players from different teams from across the country throughout Craven Week to find out more about what this week means and why it's so special. And that's the first thing we discuss with players on the show today. What makes Craven Week so special? Uh, well, actually, this is my first Craven Week, so I'm obviously kind of excited about just being here and how the environment is. Lots of teams come together, meet new friends, and make new brothers, and yeah, it's just a special week where you can express yourselves and hopefully next play at the highest level. Uh, Craven Week is a platform where people who come from small schools can showcase their talents and will wear Schools don't get the chance to shine and the, the kids can just come home and show what they got. Uh, what I love most about Craven Week is the fact like you got you hear about a lot of the guys from different schools, you know, you see them on Instagram and stuff like that. But when you come to Craven Week, you get to see them perform on the field, get to meet some guys. Um, and yeah, I think there's a, there's a lack of vibe here and it's, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for uh, school where rugby players to showcase their talents. Um, I think it's a good experience for everyone, um, especially young people, 17 year olds coming as many past um, experienced players have played here, so it's definitely something to put on your goal list. The brotherhood we have here, physical, and it's a warrior, so we're here for war. It's clear for the players who make it to Craven Week, it's an incredible opportunity to put yourselves against the best of the best from around the country. But a lot goes on behind the scenes to firstly get to Craven Week and then to gel as a team to be able to compete at Craven Week on this amazing platform. We're joined now by two players from Craven Week. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Um, let's just go down the line, introduce yourselves and let us know who you play for. Uh, hello there, my name is Vierich Basson. I play for Durban High School and I represent the Sharks. Hello everyone, I'm Tsunuki Wiro. I'm from Wisco Street and I represent the Western Province in Craven Week. All right, so this is a big event for you guys, but you can't just start your stories here at the event. I want to know what got you guys into rugby? I mean, my family, they grew up very big in rugby. Like my grandfather, we used to sit on the couch, watch the rugby. My grandfather was a Cheetah supporter, but I absolutely didn't go with that. I was always a Shark supporter. So sitting on the chair with my grandfather watching rugby was, was amazing. Yeah, um, I get on the old of CWR out that I began rugby spiel. It's a thing that I never knew and I can't they do not as as a work in the toekomst nie maar my ouers is groot op rugby gewees so ek het altyd ondersteuning gekry van my van my pa af wat my deur dikke en en dan ondersteun het en ja toe op die ouer van die dag het ek nie besluit dat ek gaan rugby bietjie verder vat en dus ek kom ek vandag sit en ek ondersteun amptelik ook om die deurstel stomes you've shown yourself at this festival i mean for anybody that's watched it this week you've done cracking so it's nice to see that you're your journey has brought you to the stage. And then now, as Craven Week, if we look at it, it's obviously the pinnacle of school rugby. And I know guys all work very hard to get there. So we're going to talk a bit about the journey to to get to Craven Week, what it takes to to make it to the top. What do you think? Is it is it the coaches you've had at school? Is it a different mindset to everybody else? Is it uh, something else along the way? Is it the, the schedule you keep, the training you go through? What do you think is the... the 
what gets you to Craven Week? It's definitely hard work and it's definitely the coaches that brings you through the process. Like coach that I really look up to, there's two of them, is Mr. Peter Engel though, and Mr. Ronnie Ace. They brought me through since Mr. Ace was with me since I was in the 14 and I've always looked up to them. And Mr. Engel though, he always, he supports you through everything and he helps you with your decisions. Like he'll give you guidance, he will say what would work and what would not work. And then obviously you have to work during just before Craven Week for schoolboy rugby, you have to perform at schoolboy rugby so that they can see you to play for Craven Week. And to play well, you have to have those people that support you in the gym, out the gym, and on the field. Yeah, for me, is it um, just the hard work, self-discipline? And, but for me, work, I just done it as so as, how all begins, so as it begins yourself, you must self-discipline it, you must hard work, but next in your life is finished. So you must hard work for that, what you will learn in your life, so that my mother from me is what they want to see it. And what also my said, the people who understand, so as your ouders, your coaches, and what for you drug in, but I was also in a small school, so I was in a premier A class school. I was in West Coast Strand, but not by people who don't know. But for me is it that they must hard work and make sure what omstandigheden is. As they are willing to hard work, can you can you your dreams bereik? And so as people who are behind what they must feel every day to make harder to work and the better people who are on the end of the day. So is it not self discipline and respect what you yourself must do in hard work? And you say nothing in life is for free, and what you put in is what you get out. And you guys have obviously what you've got out of it is being part of your respective provincial unions, being here at Craven Week and. I mean, that must be quite cool when you come together with guys from other schools. I mean, I feel like, because I, I played rugby in high school. wasn't that great. I don't play C-team rugby. So right now in this moment, I'm trying to live through you guys. So I also want to get more into like the process. I mean, you guys have touched a lot on the, on it. But I had two things that were just bugging me. Is first, I mean, it must be odd because you're used to playing with your own team. These are guys that you're playing with since under 14 every year. The guys that you're in the halls with on a day-to-day basis what is the challenges of going from that small environment of just your school to having guys from all around your province all around your area who you might not like you said you guys know them because you've played against them but you might you're not going to know them as well necessarily as guys from your own school who you've as tim says been with since grade eight or even before um yeah you don't really always know how they would play so you don't know how this guy that you're playing now with in provincial sides, you don't really know how he plays because with you playing in schoolboy level, you know each other because you literally been with each other the whole year. Now you have a short period of time to prepare yourself for this tournament and you don't really know how he plays. So you have to adapt very quickly by learning and knowing him personally. So you have to make conversation with him in order to know what he's going through and how he's going to play. And in order to find that, in order to play as a team, because obviously you come from different schools, it's not always going to play as a team because you're going to want to play for yourself, want to go further. So you have to find that way in order to play for each other. Yeah, what I've always said is that you have to know each other and you have to know each other, like communicate and say that this is what I'm doing. I was there good in that, because everyone has their own unique good, and they have their own good. And then we come to each other and say, 
dat, dat is wat ik doe in, in, in Europa. Rugby field en dat is wat ik doe. Zo, ons zit dit alles bij elkaar en dan weer een goede structuur uit om goede rugby te kunnen spelen. Want dat is alles waar we het gaan. Zo so, ja, dat is maar net uit, uit basis hier. Ja, nu en alles geraakt. Ik zo ik het bij om daarop uit te brengen. So, again, to my second point. Again, couldn't play that high level of rugby. And I've, I know there are people out there that couldn't get there, but also there are people that want to get there. Um, so I want to hear, what's, what's the daily life of a first team player at your own school? What's, what's gym like? What's nutrition like? What, what does it actually take? How, how, many, how many days a week is there some sort of training going Cause, into cause it? I remember I used to gym at my school's gym and every day I try to come in, it's a team rotating in and out of the gym and you have to use a few things in the corner because they're just packed in there. Yeah, at Durban High School, we train basically every time of the day, like every day of the week. And we accept Fridays. Fridays is mostly our off days where we would just like have a captain's run or something like that. But Mondays, like Tuesdays and Thursdays would mainly be our field sessions where in the afternoon after school, you get ready, you put on your boots, you'll be very excited for training. And you go on the field to do your preparation. And then Mondays and Wednesdays will most probably be your gym straight after school and your recovery sessions. Because Monday is where we come together most of the times, have a recovery from Saturday, stretch as a team, make jokes after that victory, just tune each other, and yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, or, or, or cry together after the loss. Uh, <laughs> not really. Most of the time, just. Most of the time, it's moving forward. It's happy. It's happy. Okay. And, cool. Uh, but you guys like Maritzburg or something? Yeah, we beat Maritzburg this year, so. See, it's mostly, mostly happy this year. <laughs> yeah. G- Ja, so van my kant op is, so is, is oefen drie dagen week, maandag, tijdens en donderdag. Maar wat is zomzo, like four days a week. En on a Monday we basically do fitness, en after the, the fitness we go into the gym en do like our, our recovery um, from the past weekend. En so is, ons, die tempo is ook gewoontelijk bij hoog. Want ons moet voor ze elke week goed voorbereid van wat, wat die naweek af, afkomt en weer, elke zwart en weer speel en Die alle spannen is ook eens jou niet van partijen spannen gaan physicality brengen, partijen gaan spoed brengen, zo. Ons moet voorbereiden voor elke iets wat voorkomt, zo. Ja, en die tijd wat is ook heet op je veld, is ook tijd om tijd te spenderen met elkaar en ook leer. Dat is waar in je fout gemaakt het, zo. Die fouten niet proberen recht maken en ja. Man, if we can take from both of you uh, a least favorite part of training and a most favorite part of training. Least favorite part is obviously that fitness session. Obviously, Alex, I could have told you that. <laughs> or that I'm a long distance athlete. For me, that that, that wouldn't be that. My, everything else would be my least favorite. But yeah, and the most favorite part is when forwards and back splits. It's where forwards go for lineouts, backs do their thing where they drink tea, do whatever they <laughs> do, and the forwards do the hard work. Ah, uh, that's the okay. Most. Okay. Yeah, for me, the what I the most of all, what I got is fucked. But in Mens op aarde wat rugby speel, hou van fuck city. Men, maar vir my wat, wat ek die meeste van hou is, is op het donderdag as die captains ran het, en ek weet nou, ons nou, dit is die laaste dag van die week, wat ons nou kan voorbereid as die rugby span, en vir ons rechtkring vir die satterdag, so dan sien ek net baie uit, en as OSB klein, dier die, dier ons strijd moes hard loop, en vir ons doen alle dinge, en, dit is waar vir ek uitsien, want, en ek weet op die satterdag, is dit die beste dag wat van die week, wat ek baie van hou, want, as misdij, ja, en dan geniet ons in wat even gebeur moet gebeur op daar die dag. So, are you going to ask me the question? I also played rugby, yeah. wasn't as good, but I also played. 
Least favorite, most favorite, Tim. Least favorite, okay. Um, Fitness, yeah. Most uh, favorite. Okay, damn, you really rushed Copper me. stump. Honestly, it was the forwards back splits and then doing forward specific drills. Because I know before we'd run like attacking the line or running attacking lines against each other. And I don't know, it's, it's a different level of physicality. Even though it was enjoyable sometimes when the backs were there. That's where you learn the most. It is, it really is. Because that's when you have to be the most physical part of you. I think just to to end off this great discussion, guys, um, I really like how we've got into the nitty gritty of what builds up to to Craven Week. But just now, having been a part of Craven Week, two days left as we record this, what is, do you think, the one thing you're going to take from it? The most important thing, what you've enjoyed the most, something you've learned, a takeaway? Making lifetime friendships. That's one thing you would definitely take away from this thing. Because you meet new people on this tour, like we come here, we stay with Western Province, we stay with Lions, we share dinner, we share breakfast, lunch. You get to speak to them, you get to know them from a different province and obviously you might play against each other after school, you're still being mates then because you know them from Craven Week. So I'll take that and the experiences you get to play in a high level outside of schoolboy rugby. Ja, voor mij is het hoe ik ze wil eerst ons ons slaapzaam, ons eetzaam, soos in baie dinge saam en ons moet ook, omdat ons in allemaal van verschillende provincies is, moet ons ook met mekaar kan communiceren. want talk in die toekomst in, kom ons misschien by diezelfde unies uit, soos rugby unies, dan speel ons misschien saam een dag. So ja, dit, dan kan ons ook sê dat ons het op een hoog geraad rugby gespeel, kan ek en voor mij is het ook dat, dit is ook baie van ons man is die laatste kruiven week, so ons moet elke Wombelen moet dus genieten met elkaar en raak moet dus genieten, want op je oude van die dag wat je zeker aan weg wat is er niet alles memories in de memories dat is maak met goede memories is als een dag groot is en groot man als kan je ook terugkijken en zeggen dat dat is wat gebeurt. Ik nog op kleine week gespeeld het in dit was niet voor geniet. And I think what's so special about that we've had a couple guys tell us like what happens on the pitch stays on the pitch. You'll go at each other, and I mean you guys literally went at each other yesterday for 70 minutes and now you uh, you literally stay in the same building you're both here chatting to us so it, it really is special how rugby and this competition especially brings guys together guys thanks so much for joining us thank you so much for having us thanks for having us come to play for the ice. the sharks are so good at stealing guys from the cape so i think we need to we need to poke some of you spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast because back bacon has more meat and less fat and we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees then serve it with two large eggs golden chips grilled tomato toast and jam and at only 49.90 for our unreal breakfast why not bring the whole family spur people with a taste for life teas and seas apply what's something about rugby that somebody that has never watched the sport wouldn't know about it um i think the game just in general is very exciting um some heavy hits, um, amazing tries been scored, kicks, etc. So I think definitely um, everyone should give it a try if you're willing to take the hard knocks. Um, something about rugby that's really special is that um, on the field there's a lot of testosterone and there's a lot of um, like banter and the guys want to hurt each other. But as soon as that final whistle goes um, and you, and you um, shaking hands, there's a lot of love for each other. And um, at the end of the day, we all just love playing the sport no matter how, how much we hate the opposition um, during the game. Well, some people say this is a sport for hooligans. It's actually not. It's all about discipline and character, and it's it's actually fun that it how it looks. I think probably the mental preparation throughout the week, like 
as a rugby player, you do a lot throughout the week and you mentally prepare yourself for the seven minutes that lies ahead of you. Um, I'd say like um, how much how much team effort it actually needs because because people just think often it's just one player who shines individual brilliance, where this is not the case. Yeah, and Kevin Nathan will still keep keep work together as a team and you'll be successful. Hannes, Tim, joining me now. Let's talk a little bit about Craven Week. Two weeks have passed since the week. Uh, Hannes, I think starting with you, it was your 4,367th Craven Week. What was it like for you? What's so special about Craven Week and why do you keep coming back each year? Oh, so, yeah, no, it was a, a quite a special Craven Week. Um, it, I don't think it was good for George's tourism. Uh, the weather wasn't so well. It's not a holiday uh, destination in, in winter. Uh, I quite love it in the summer, but I uh, 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 quite enjoyed it. Uh, Craven Week was very nice. Uh, I, I like it when it rains as well during rugby games. It makes for beautiful pictures for the photos, as well as it tests the skills of the truly... Um, footballers out there, the true rugby players. Um, if you can catch the ball in the rain and show your case your skill there, you probably um, would uh, be perfect uh, when uh, the day is sunny and uh, blue skies. So yeah, I, I quite enjoy that. And while I'm coming back, yeah, um, I, it's good to see the stars of the future today. I think that's a quote you can put up on a wall somewhere, the, the stars of tomorrow today. Like that's that's I'm going to use that. The actual slogan. I don't. It sounds it sounds official. I'm I'm going to use that from now on. Um, the one thing that's also special about Craven Week is um you've been there and I've seen uh you being a bit starstruck on um Neil Powell. Um, it's it's the one place you you at a Springbok Test or at a Curry Cup game. Uh, even in the mall, you go don't get the opportunity to meet up with the celebrities in this rugby world uh, circles in South Africa, but at Crime Week you do, they're all there. For me, all throughout high school, it was odd because, I mean, guys literally go from playing high school the whole time and then the, for a, almost, it's like a week that they train together and then they're playing rugby together. I was like, how do you form a strong bond in such a short period of time? But seeing the players interact with each other, you realize that they grow super close just over this love of rugby. I mean, when we were shooting the episode with the players when we were leaving the hostel, we heard the players singing all together from one room. And I was like, I don't know, Jensen, get this type in like three weeks. And it's beautiful to see. And it's just how sport can just reach out and bring people together. Every time I hear John Legend's All of Me from now on, I'm going to get goosebumps thinking about that exact moment because that was that was truly special. I mean, that's something that you would see in some sort of Hollywood movie about sports and it would be about NFL or baseball or something. And there would be this moment where the team's just together. No one necessarily starts it, but they will just start singing together. It was very special. And I think it's just a testament to this amazing event that Craven Week is. But now we've got you two here for Craven Week specifically. We were all there. We had a quiz against Neil Powell. Hannes, um, yeah, Hannes, Hannes won, and it, it it was quite comfortable. Neil got a bit stuck on where the Falker team are from, so we're gonna try put a Supersport Schools podcast co-host Tim up against the School Sport Encyclopedia Hannes, and see how this goes. It's a quiz based on all sorts of sports. There's quite a bit about rugby in there. There's quite a bit about Craven Week, but you guys ready to go head to head? Round two, I'm going to take the dub this time. Mm. <laughs> I'm as ready as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hannes is always so unassuming. It's just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm fine. Okay, let's, let's go. And then proceeds to get all of them right. So hopefully we can stump you today, Hannes. Tim, I wish you all the very best of luck. Still your highest score. I don't eight. need your luck, Alex. I don't need your luck. I'll be fine. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna turn things up a bit. We're gonna get Hannes to go first because you two have gone head to head before. So I think we get Hannes to go first. He can set a target for you to chase, Tim. Hannes, you're going first. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Your time starts now. Which South African holds the record for the senior men's 400 meter? Uh, Wade Finiker. Correct. Which province is the Craven Week Leopards team from? Northwest. Correct. What is the name of the famous Donnie Craven's dog? Blixem. Correct. True or false? You can take a place kick in rugby from a mound of sand. True. Correct. To the nearest 10, how many things can be sanctioned at a scrum? 48. I'll give it to you. It's 50. How many players are on the court from each team in a basketball match? Five. Correct. Which Western Cape school hosted the under-18 netball interprovincial tournament this year? DF Milan. Correct. To the nearest kilogram, how much does an Olympic shot put ball weigh? Uh, five kilograms. Ah, uh, seven. Which country is the only country to have won the Rugby Championship and Rugby World Cup in the same year? Uh, South Africa. Yes, but just after the buzzer. I don't know, Tim, are you feeling generous today? Are we going to give him South Africa? Yeah, actually. No, you know, I'll give it to him. Okay, give it to him. I mean, after doing Danny Craven's dog. Dog. It was he's a famous dog, Tim. It's Jock of the Bushveld and then Blixen. <laughs> Tim, it's eight. Yeah. You've got eight to beat. Your favorite score that you've never beaten ever, but you have got many times. Wait, so maybe. What a, wait, no, no, I've got to the nine somewhere. There's a nine somewhere on that leaderboard. Are you ready? Your time starts now. In a lineout, what is the minimum number of players the throwing team can have? Three. It's two. two. Oh, I'll give it to you. Who was the first South African to score a try in a Rugby World Cup final? Next. Mapimpi. In which decade was the first Craven Week held? In, in uh, 1964, 1960s. It was the 1960s. Yeah, Border won the first ever Craven Week main match, but who did they beat? That's Star. Correct. How many times has Akane Simbine run under 10 seconds for the 100 meters? 25, 6, or 38 times? 38. Correct. What is the maximum length of a rugby in goal zone? 10, 15, or 22 meters? 22. Correct. Which province is the Border team from? Eastern Cape. Correct. What is it called in hockey when opposing players hit their sticks together? Hacking. Correct. What color jersey do the Bulls usually play in? Blue. Correct. What is the fewest number of players in total required by law for a mall to form? Two, three, or four? Um, two. Uh, and time is up anyway, but three. it's three. It's, it's three. three. Okay, right. So you didn't get Mapimpi, which is absolutely disgusting. That, that that I think you should lose just because you didn't get that. No, no, because I, the way you phrased the question, my brain shut down. You should be fired for getting that wrong, Tim. First South Africans score in a World Cup final. We have never had a try scored against us in a Rugby World Cup final, and in '95 and 2007, all our points were scored from kicks. 
See, I didn't know that. <gasps> this is why you can't beat Hannes, but let's see how many you got, because I'm interested here. I got eight, didn't I? You got eight. Which means we have to have a tie-break. Tim, you got eight for the however millionth time in a row. Which means, though, you, you do have you a chance to beat Hannes. You know what's ironic about getting eights often? What? It is my favorite number. I think you should change your favorite number to be nine or ten. Just No, but eights are so perfect. You can, like, cut it and then it's, it's still symmetrical. And then it's two zeros, which isn't very useful. Okay. Tie break. <laughs> Here's how it works. I'm going to read the question at the end of the question. Uh, or if you want to risk it in the middle of the question, say your name clearly, loudly, your name, not the answer. Say your name. Whoever says their name first, I'll go to. You get to answer it. If you can't answer it quickly enough, we'll go to the other player and uh, and see what happens. You guys ready? And as I hope you know that the last time we did this, I did win the quiz. So be afraid. Guys, are you ready? Here comes the question. True or false, a rugby ball can weigh up to 480 grams. False. Hannes has said his name. Hannes has said his name. Tim has shouted out an answer, disregarding the very instructions I gave. Hannes, what's your answer? Yo, now it's difficult. I would have went the other way around, but I'm probably going to say false now. <laughs> You're going to say false, and that is correct, because a rugby ball can only weigh 410 to 460 grams. Hannes, you win it by Tim's tomfoolery. Or should we say Timfoolery? <laughs> Let's edit that out, please. Let's not include that. Timfoolery. Tim, how do you feel? That's it. I knew the answer, man. I could have beat it Hannes. Gonna be the first person to beat Hannes. You know, up until be. up until today, you were like Djokovic. You were on the biggest unbeaten tiebreak stretch in the history of this sport. This sport, which is the quiz, and uh, then you you were defeated by by the newcomer. <laughs> you know what? Play a game. I'm just happy to be here to compete. I'm glad my strategy got me this late into the game. I'm just. I'm happy to be here. I'll take, you know, a good game, good game. Consistency, Tim, 888. Eight, eight. At least people who come onto the quiz know what they need to get to win. And it's nine. So there we go. Hannes, Tim, thanks so much for joining me to wrap up our episode about Craven Week. It was great to be at Craven Week with both of you. I'm sure we'll be back next year, but in the, the, in the time before then, there's a new season of rugby coming. There's a season of rugby still to finish. So I'm sure we'll talk more about that as the year goes on but guys thanks so much this dugout has been the site of much jubilation disappointment and decision making over the past week yeah craven week in george it's sad that it's over but the exciting thing is we got to see some incredible rugby and some players playing alongside each other and against each other who we might only have seen on social media or heard about before this week so that's been an incredible opportunity Thank you so much for joining us on the Supersport Schools podcast for this episode where we dove a bit deeper into what makes Craven Week the iconic event that it is. We'll see you next time. There are new episodes every week on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. right here on DSTV channel 216 on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts because you can listen to this show as well. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time. I'm Alex. Bye-bye. 
This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars. Powered by Spurs Take Ranchers.